You went through that whole smug fest and then you say you don't have any real resolutions <laughs> of your own. <laughs> well, welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. Welcome back. It is 2019. Yeah, big new year. Uh, exciting stuff. Any new year resolutions for anybody? Uh, I want to hear what other people say first. <laughs> okay, mine... Mine is ridiculous. Uh, so I've been trying to do this actually for the last couple of years, uh, and I dabbled in blacksmithing for a little while. Uh, so I bought all the equipment for it, and one of my goals when I got it all was to learn how to Go make... Go to war. No, no, no. It was I wanted to learn how to make <laughs> kitchen knives because I thought that was like the coolest Ooh. shit ever to have like a custom-made, uh, handmade kitchen knife. So this is going to be the, the year that I finally actually do it uh so by the end of the year uh i will definitely have a handmade kitchen knife and i want to make several actually i want to be able to give them out to friends and stuff that would be awesome yeah (laughs) right (laughs) let me mark it here that another like 20 episodes later you guys can hear me announce my etsy shop with my handmade kitchen knives on it (laughs) the finest in japanese german and suburban illinois engineering (laughs) so that's what i got for this year otherwise i don't really care much about resolutions dude that's awesome thanks oh um so i actually had a few and not get any starbucks which i conveniently broke today so uh (laughs) you know it's going great guys it's going great (laughs) yeah i definitely have a few every every year i am always like super I feel like I have a thousand of them. Like I have literal Trello boards that are built month by month that I follow with all sorts of stuff on them. Uh, I'm not the only one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this year I've definitely tried to limit it back. Uh, This podcast want to record 24 episodes, which is two a month. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Definitely continue to see that grow and just do stuff there and then uh, do more art. And it's, it's very general, but uh, it's definitely something that, you know, as you get busy and stuff, I've definitely lost, you know, my, my drawing edge and my, the art and stuff that I used to do. And just this, just, you know, the last couple of weeks, I've definitely uh, been drawing a lot more. I've been doing a lot of video, uh, random stuff that I'm testing out and playing around with, uh, playing a little more music and just doing a lot more ideas and stuff like that. So it's already off to a good start. That's if awesome. you guys don't know, Ryan is the most goal-oriented person I have ever met. At any That's, given time, he could have hundreds of goals going, and it's incredible. I, I'm actually really curious about this now, too, because I, have, I don't have a month-by-month breakdown for my Trello board, but I have a everything that like, I've ever wanted to achieve in my life board. Um, yeah. from, from the little things to the big things and then like breaking them down into actionable steps and then I move them into my in-progress queue uh, when I start to work on them and then I mm-hmm. move them into the done board when I'm done. So I kind of want to compare notes here. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's a big step. I, I uh, you know, got rid of like Facebook and Twitter and stuff from my phone a while ago and then re- a few months ago or so got rid of Reddit just because it was like my standing in line, standing in the elevator, jump on kind of thing. Uh, I still have Instagram on there, but 
I notice I really only get on like maybe once a day and I don't really think about it a whole lot unless I'm just like sitting down and I'm like, this is actually like a relaxing time. And uh, yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit. I don't know if it's made me less lazy. Like I still find excuses to do pointless things and not do the real work, but I have noticed getting off of that more. Yeah, it's a big step. It's, it's not easy. <laughs> so yeah, I I also went through this. I haven't I haven't removed Instagram and Facebook from my phone. I never got into Twitter either, but I did. I I had an actual like a serious Reddit addiction for a while. Um, and a couple of years ago, I just decided to quit cold turkey. But I had to block all of Reddit from my router so that way I couldn't access it on any device in my house uh, in order to stop. And now it's now it's great. Like I've, I haven't been on Reddit in got like four years or something but it was really bad for a little while there but i wow. noticed that productivity wise like yeah i got a little better after that i think at some point like when i started breaking down tasks into smaller bits and pieces and i would just do like a little bit each day i ended up becoming more and more productive that way because i wanted to continue working on them rather than just like oh i got this thing that i'm, I'm doing yeah and I chip away at it it was just like, okay, cool. Like all I have to do is like make this list or like find this item or like find this link or start something um, rather than like do it all. Well, yeah, find this moon, right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. That, that, was when I, that was when I started becoming way more productive for myself at least. Um, and so then it was like, all right, cool. Every day I make a little progress and then that was good. Yeah. I know it's hard to do, but just finding the spare time to not have to do a whole lot opens up those things like you know, trying, you know, if I give myself the goal to read, like, I don't know, read 30 books a year, I, I struggle with that until that's no longer a goal. And I'm just like, I have free time. Now I'm reading. Now I've, you know, now I'm reading, you know, a book a week or whatever. <laughs> well, also with the uh, theme of the show, um, you know, we've talked a little bit about it before, but like definitely starting the show, this is episode number 11. Uh, and really the goal with starting the show was to, uh, we started back in like September or so, August, and the goal was really just to like get 10 episodes out the door. It doesn't matter when they come out per se, like just want to commit, you know, to something we can do and we're enjoying. Uh, and we did that like before the end of the year, we hit 10 episodes. And I'm incredibly Ooh. proud of that and very thankful for uh, all of you. Um, you know, this is definitely a, a goal that I've had to do for or that I've wanted to do for a long, long time. And I oh, yeah. would yeah, we have some friends who I have definitely asked, texted or messaged asking about the next show. So, uh oh, that's so awesome. incredibly proud of of that. <laughs> yeah, so now we are on a schedule twice a month. The goal is the 15th and the 30th of every month. Uh, you know, and uh we're excited for a lot more episodes, a lot more uh ideas possibly some more fun stuff like uh kind of let's plays and get-togethers and stuff like that. Uh I have a personal goal of trying to do a live episode somewhere in Chicago or something of the sorts this year. I don't know how that's going to happen, but we'll see what we can do. We'll figure it uh, out. But yeah, super excited. Uh, and this is our very 11th episode ever in the first episode of the new year. We have uh, four rounds of questions, each round with a different theme and style, which we'll explain as we get there. Uh, and these three contestants will try to answer and earn points and vie for all of the New Year's resolutions completed. Uh, so if you're ready, we'll start, as always, with general trivia. General trivia, round one, question number one. Uh, each answer is worth two points, so call it if you know it. 
What is the proper name for a triangle with no equal sides? Uh, not isosceles. Starting off quick, hitting you with the hard math questions. I went to law school. <laughs> Stu? <laughs> Stu. Is it an isometric triangle? Not an isometric. Uh, really- I will tell you, an isosceles triangle has two equal sides. But we are looking for the proper name for a triangle with no equal sides. I honestly, I, I am extremely disappointed in myself that I don't know this. Because I'm sure I had it in high school for me. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm, oh, pretty, yeah, you all I'm pretty disappointed in myself, too. 2019, starting out with a big goose egg. Uh, all right, I'm going to call it. It is a scalene triangle. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just... <laughs> fun right. fun fact really quick my high school math teacher for geometry actually was a no, she, she helped write the geometry textbook her picture and name was in the textbook in oh the i hate that so and much she of was the geometry textbook yes it was well like i mean at least the one that we had at our school but i mean it was a pretty general geometry textbook uh, and she was Nuts about geometry. It was a very hard class. <laughs> That's the hardest class because the professor or the teacher assumes that you love it as much as they do. Yes. Yes. And they love That's... it enough to write a book on it. All right. Question number two. Uh, what U.S. national park located in the northwest corner of Montana has the nickname the, quote, crown of the continent? Oh, pick me. Rachel. This is Glacier. This is Glacier National Park. Oh. Nice job. Two points to Rachel is the crown of the continent. All right. Question number three. In what Olympic sport is growing a beard not allowed? By rule, not allowed. Stew? Stew. Wrestling? Uh, Not wrestling. Damn. Yeah. Not swimming. I have no idea. I, no, maybe, um, actually, is it, like, something like luge? Uh, not luge. Rachel? I mean, I'm sure some of these are... Uh, go ahead, Rachel. Taekwondo? Not taekwondo. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure so some of these are, uh, you know, I can imagine you not wanting a beard while you're swimming, but there's one sport in particular where it is by rule not allowed. Uh, Stu, I think you're the only one to have a second guess. Yeah, and I honestly can't think of anything in particular. Um, you know, I'll just corrupt. Right. <laughs> or it's a crazy rule for a very common one that you just like would never expect because nobody would mm. even do it. Um, karate? Not karate. All right, I'm going to call it. Uh, you guys were all pretty much on the right track. Uh, it is boxing. Oh, okay. Boxing. Interesting. Uh, And I tried to look it up. Most of the reasoning is some of it goes back to the fact that it's a very old sport. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily the reason, but uh, some of the reasons I saw were um, it could cushion a blow, so it would be uh, an advantage. It would reduce or protect Mm. open cuts. Uh, And if other fighters can't see your chin, it's also a tactical advantage. Uh, Things like that. Uh, question number four, what was, or what is Walt Disney's middle name? 
It's pretty much you either know it or you don't. I have a name, and I'm certain it's not right. It's not Mickey. <laughs> Is it Eric? Not Eric. <laughs> you I'm know, sure if my family right. ever listens to these podcasts, they're they're <laughs> going to be screaming at me because I'm I'm going to get it wrong. Um, is it Robert? Uh, it is not Robert. Uh, does anyone have a real get? I, I'm going to say you're not going to you're not going to get it by just taking stabs in the dark. You know, and I read this when I was doing my Disney questions too. I can't believe it. it's <laughs> like it's just like out of my brain right now. Funny enough, it's actually Steamboat. <laughs> no, it is uh, Walter Elias Disney. Oh my god, middle name Elias. Yeah, and uh, fun fact. I did not know this. He was born uh, basically in Logan Square, Chicago, basically a suburb. Uh, it said in Hermosa, which is just like a little neighborhood town or area. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, question number five. Which book has the statement, quote, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others? Oh, um, pick me. R- Rachel. This is Animal Farm. This is Animal Farm. Does anybody for no points know uh, what animal group said it? The pigs. Yes, the pigs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice job. Two points to Rachel. Uh, question number six, the last question of the round. Which Pixar movie has the longest title by character count at 18 letters long? Uh, and I will note that no Pixar movie has a like title colon, the subtitle, long description thing. Uh, this is just a true title. Uh, which Pixar movie has the longest title by character count at 18 letters long? Oh, pick me. Rachel. Meet the Robinsons. Not Meet the Robinsons. I don't, yeah, I don't believe that's Pixar. That's DreamWorks. That's DreamWorks. Although, oh, they're basically that is the a same. a fantastic movie. It's a great movie. Uh, I will... Not the Good Dinosaur. Really? Stu? I, it, no, I don't, I'm not going to be able to take a guess right now. I'm trying to run through all the movies, but. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It is a, uh, it is a fairly new one. Uh, I'm pulling up the year, but it is, it is newer more than it is older. Uh, 2013. Not finding Dory. Uh, it is (laughs) one you might kick yourselves after you hear it. It is Monsters University. Wow. Uh, Oh my God. I forgot. Like, I ran through all the princess movies. I went through everything. 18. There you go. And like I said, no Pixar movie uh, has like a subtitle under it, which I thought was interesting. And I definitely fact-checked before I put that question in. (laughs) All right. That's the end of round number one. All right. Round number two is our themed round. And this round, the theme is one near and dear to my heart. It is board games. Oh, yes. Okay, pick me. Come on. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Just ask me all the questions. <laughs> all right. Uh, I have six questions all about board games and lots of fun stuff related. Uh, each question will be two points, very similar to the first round. Uh, buzz in if you know it. Question number one. What is the name of the victim whose murder is being solved in the game Clue? You've dug too deep. Uh, yeah, and there are, there are two different names I'll accept. One is from the UK version, Clue Doe, and one is from the US version. 
I'll take either. Uh, it is Mr. Body. Wow. Wow. So what is, what's the alternate version? What's the UK version? Uh, it's either Mr. Body or Mr. Black, which ah, okay. makes oh. sense for the color, the color scheme thing going on. Right. I would actually do okay with that, yeah. Colonel Mustard, Peacock, Scarlet. Mrs. White. White. I believe there's one more. I think it's just Mr. Green, yeah. General or Sergeant. Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard. I believe it's just the six, if I remember right. There's there's six six people, nine locations, and I think nine weapons? weapons. Eight or nine weapons. Yeah. It might be nine. Uh, question number two. What fictional board game lets you play as a wizard, a maverick, an arbiter, a warrior, and a lowly farmer, and is from the hit TV show Parks and Rec? Is this a made-up board game from it Parks is. and Rec? Okay. Yes. Then I'm not going to know it. I'm not going to know it either, but I just know it's out there. I've never seen an episode. Just start watching it now. It's so good. This board game lets you play as the wizard, the maverick, the arbiter, the warrior, and the lowly farmer. Uh, this is the Cones of Dunshire. No <laughs> bells ringing here. <laughs> and is an obvious. All right. Uh, no points there. Question number three. The names and locations in the standard U.S. version of Monopoly are based in what city? Pick me. Sue. Uh, Rachel. New York. Not New York. I thought... Stu, are you rescinding your, your buzz? I am, actually. <laughs> right. Where's, where's Boardwalk? Oh, Stu. That's what you're thinking. Broadway's not. Uh, go ahead, Stu. Oh, well, now I feel stupid. Maybe it's not. Uh, is it Los Angeles? Uh, not Los Angeles. I thought this one was, was easier. Wait. Yep. The names and locations uh, are not New York. Boardwalk, Park Place. Can you name some of the other locations? Oriental, Baltimore, St. Charles, Saint, yeah, uh, oh. Pennsylvania, Madison Avenue. Is it Chicago? Not Chicago. Okay, because there's a St. Charles right by me. So, oh, this will feel more obvious once you hear the answer. But yeah, uh, Rachel, do you have a guess? I think it was Jersey City. Uh, it's not Jersey City. I don't even know if that's actually a city, so... All right, I'm going to call it... Uh, Rachel, you were close. You just didn't weren't able to pull it together. Uh, it, is New Jer- it is in New Jersey. It's uh, Casino Haven, Atlantic City. Atlantic City, okay. Oh, I'm not even sure if Jersey City is a, is a real place, so before anyone actually, like, rips I, us on reviews... I don't reviews. think so. <laughs> so... <laughs> No one else. (laughs) All right. Question number four. Uh, Liar's Dice is played in the ship's cabin of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, when Jack Sparrow's father, Captain Teague, is revealed. What famous musician plays this role? Yes, Keith Richards. Damn. Okay. I was like, I I have it ready if he does it. (laughs) Nice job. Question number five. What Game comes from the Swahili word to build. Stew? Stew. Jenga? It is Jenga. Sweet. Nice. Two points to Stew. Question number six. Final question of the round. In 1984, author Fred L. Worth 
sued the creators of what game for $300 million, claiming more than 25% of its content came from his books. Uh, he lost that court battle on the grounds that facts cannot be copyrighted. What was that game? It was Trivial Pursuit. Nice. Nice job. A pretty interesting one. There's, there's actually kind of a lot of fun history if you look into that a little bit. Basically sued, and even he had a question... I think it was about the show MASH, but I don't recall off the top of my head where they um, made up the trivia of the person's first name, I believe. I could be getting this slightly wrong, but the, yeah, so the author basically threw in uh, like a honeypot, like a red herring so that he could find people if they copied him and Trivial oh. Pursuit did. So, yeah, so at that point he sued tried to sue and once he lost on the fact that uh true facts are just facts they can't be copyrighted even though they were in his book uh he tried i believe he tried to change it to where uh they copied his uh intellectual property his fiction because he made up a fake name and that was his fiction (laughs) and they copied it basically word for word and uh he eventually lost that suit all right, well, that's the end of the first half. Uh, is a low-scoring affair, a very defensive-minded game to start <laughs> off the new year. That's but, a very uh, positive way to spit it, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we I have... play defensively all the time. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, this next round will get very interesting, I think. Uh, this is our specialty round of the night. Uh, this one is a little unique. We've never done it before. It is triple rhyme time. So pulled from uh, a little bit of inspiration from Jeopardy and some other games like that. Basically, I'm going to give you a line or a phrase, and there are three rhyming words for the answer. Uh, So as a template question, if I said the chubby feline fedora, you would say fat cat hat. Cool. All right. Everyone understand? Yeah. All right. Uh, Each question will be worth two points. Buzz in if you got it. Uh, question number one: The evening meal of a less fat champion. Oh, stew. Stew. The thinner dinner winner. Yes. Th- oh yeah, my gosh. I give you that. The dinner thinner winner. Oh, dinner thinner winner. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. I give I give each person one guess because uh, you, you can't. These are right. going to be you know can't spend all day on these ones. But yeah, two points to stew. Uh, question number two: A fake stone timepiece. A fake stone. Time piece. Can I go? Yes, Rachel. Crock, rock, clock. Uh, I'm not sure about the first word. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna I give know. you. I'm gonna give you a half point because I, I think crock is a is an acceptable answer. Yeah. Uh, I have mock rock clock. Oh, yeah. okay. But I, 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 I like, think I think crock is a perfectly synonymous one for mocks. So I'll give you that. Thank you. All right, so one point to Rachel there. Uh, question number three, a fashionable Athenian computer nerd. A fashionable Athenian computer nerd. Stu. Stu. A sleek Greek geek. Nice. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Uh, I'll give you one point. because oh, sh- Is it chic? I have fleek Greek. Fleek, geek, okay. Chic would also be a good one. So I'll give you one point, Stu. Sweet. I'm realizing there it. are a lot of rhyming words. Yeah, <laughs> that are all yeah that are all synonyms. 
Yep. All right. I did. I did consider at one point making these like five or six words long and seeing how many I could push it. But I think oh my I would, gosh, I'd keep it within reach for a future round. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> one point to stew there. Question number four: The Australian dogs free space talk. The Australian free dogs space. free space talk. Any of you guys have any idea on free space? Please come share. The Australian dogs free space talk. If anyone wants to collaborate, I, I can, you know. We got to dig deep into these. This is question four. We can't, they can't all be easy winners. Uh, but they could be. <laughs> That's bingo, what Australian dog was. Bingo. Okay. Lingo. I was just thinking of different breeds of Australian dogs. And I was like, I, I don't know. Like, these are all two word things. I got nothing. Yeah, a few of these, you ha- they have to stretch a little bit, but yeah. Question number five. The stage play about the matriarch of the South American Beast of Burden. The stage play about the matriarch of the South American Beast of Burden. We are oh, in the I advanced got phase. Rachel. Drama mama llama? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. It, it was it was really really hard, and then I got llama, and then it got easy. I did not easy. get llama. The, I, the I thought it said South African for a moment, and I was <laughs> like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, the the beast of burden one was a was an interesting pool. I had fun researching that little bit, but yeah, the I, uh, the mama llama drama or any other formation of that. Two points to Rachel. Question number six. Last question of the round. A defensive ditch dug, spreading its aroma in the city of Dijon. What? (laughs) A defensive ditch dug, spreading its aroma in the city of Dijon. This is two or three words. They're all all three. I have two of them. I have two of them. A defensive ditch dug, spreading its aroma in the city of Dijon. Oh, no, oh my God, I just got it. It was the city of Dijon that threw me off, and then I realized. <laughs> I got stench first, and then I was trying to think of what trenches were called, because I thought foxholes, and that was all I got for a second, and then remembered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really liked that one, though. That was, that was really cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It was a fun one. It was fun coming up with the more complicated ones at the end there. This is the start of round number four. This is the final round of the game. And this is our iconic lightning round. (laughs) Lightning round is a round where everyone plays. They all write down a number uh, closest to. Uh, These are all numbers. Uh, A few of these will be a little bit harder than your average bear. But in general, these are answers you can come up with, you know, with about a minute. Of thinking, uh, I'm going to give you about five seconds. Uh, all of the contestants will quickly jot down a note on their paper. Uh, and we'll go by honor system. I trust you guys to write down an answer and stick to it. Uh, you'll get one point if you're closest to the answer, over or under, uh, and two points if you get it exact. So if you're all ready. Okay, question... Did you? Um, yes, go ahead. Okay, okay, did you just say that it was going, not going to be like harder than your average bear? Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Do do you fight bears on a regular basis? Sorry, I I got no, caught up on it. If something's, oh, if something's difficult, you'd say that you know that thing was a bear. It was a beast. So I, I mean, I don't not think I've ever heard that bear. phrase before. Yeah, 
It's harder okay. than a difficult thing. Okay. Well, I, I learned a new phrase today. <laughs> <laughs> learning new things. This is what we're I'm all here learning. For. Okay. That's what we're here. Yes, that's what we're here for. Question number one. How many countries have hosted an official Olympiad, summer or winter Olympics event? So your major summer or winter Olympic, how many countries have hosted? Three, two, one. Stu. Oh, I did 80. Rachel. 22. 22. Wow. Uh, Rachel is closest. Yeah, the answer is 23. Oh, so the U.S. Oh, has hosted eight times, and there are eight countries who have hosted once, both Summer and Winter Olympiad. Nice job. Wait. Yeah. So wait, this is either Summer or Winter or mm-hmm. both? Okay. No, no, I, either one. So okay, starting that, I'm, I'm with, just stupid. Yeah, starting with, I believe the first one was in 1890. And that was the one in Athens, Greece. I'm double checking the, the year itself, but it is surprisingly newer than you might think. Wow. Yeah. That's way newer than I thought. I mean, it had a gap of like 4,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, the very first Olympiad, the first games uh, were in 1896. And uh, the first one, yep, in Athens, Greece from April 6th to April 15th. And the uh, very first U.S. ones were held in St. Louis in 1904. That's a weird fact, and off the top of my head. Well, you you, you won a prize with that one. <laughs> I did win an actual prize when me and Rachel toured a U.S. Olympic Training Center in uh, um, uh, Colorado Springs, and they had asked a couple of trivia questions, and I just happened to look at one of the boards as we were walking past that had facts, and it was one of your like kind of museum or your like your park signs, and I saw it was St. Louis, nineteen oh four. Nice, and uh, one of those things that sticks with you. Question number two: Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious, how many letters are in the word supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Uh, I'm going to go with Rachel. What's your answer? 19. Stew. 18. All off off by enough, but uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious has oh. 34 letters. <laughs> wow. All right, question number three. In the standard game of Monopoly, how much money do you need to buy every available property on the board? Every property on the board, railroads, utilities included. Uh, Stu. 10,000. Okay, Rachel. 7,000. You all actually overshot it, uh, but Rachel was closest with 7,000. Uh, you need $5,690 to buy every property. Wow. Huh. You go from uh, 120 for the first one, which I forget if it's Oriental or if it's Baltimore, but 120 for the, for the first one, and then Boardwalk is 400, 5,690. So cool. All right. Question number four How many days does it take for Mercury to revolve around the sun? How many days does it take for mer- Mercury to revolve around the sun? Mercury. 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 Stu. 189. Rachel. 92. 
Uh, Rachel is actually closest. It is shorter than you think. It is 98 days. Wow. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, 88 days. Still closest. Uh, technically 87.97 days. Hmm. Earth days. Nice job. Rachel gets one point. Woo. Question number world. <laughs> Question number five. How many countries are entirely in the southern hemisphere? So none that border the none that cut through the equator, both north and south. How many countries are entirely in the southern hemisphere? And uh, this does not count Antarctica. If okay. there's any question of that, uh, Rachel. Forty-two. Stu. Twenty-eight. The correct answer is 34. Oh, my God. There are 17 in Africa, one in proper Asia, uh, two in Australia, six in South America. You have Fiji and... No, no, uh, <laughs> no. I would like to revisit this. You have Australia in an, in an outlier within uh, Oceania. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand, yeah. No, uh, and then you have some in the South Pacific or Ocean. Known as known as an outlier. <laughs> there are a lot of territories. It made fact checking this question very difficult. <laughs> so yeah, there are 34 countries entirely in the southern hemisphere and 13 that are uh bisected in some way by the equator. Question number 6. Final question of the game. How many wins did Muhammad Ali record in his professional boxing career? How many I don't wins know how did long. Muhammad Ali record in his professional boxing career? Stu. 38? I got no idea. Rachel. 94? Uh, this one's actually going to go to Stu. Oh my God, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I got one right. Uh, Muhammad Ali had 56 professional wins in his boxing career. Nice. Well, nice job. That is the end of the game. You, you have... know, this is actually one of my better scoring games, so I'm, I'm kind of okay with this. This is step one in my New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. By December, Stu's going to be having 40-point games it's, like it's nothing. It's just baby steps, man. You can't, you can't start off running the marathon. Always more to look forward to. Uh, good job. Thanks, everyone. That was really fun. Uh, and this year, we want to try something a little bit different. Instead of our normal outro, uh, we want to give some picks at the end of the show. Uh, we're always talking before and after each episode about things, movies, different stuff we're playing around with. Uh, so we thought it'd be fun that every episode, a couple of people give out a pick. Uh, something that's just really fun that we think the listeners would really like. Uh, Rachel, you have a pick. Well, as you guys know, I was so excited to hear Ryan say that he was going to be doing a board game round. I love board games. And so I wanted to talk to you about my favorite board game, which is The Lords of Waterdeep. It is a resource-based game based in the Dungeons & Dragons universe. It's super easy, fun for everyone of all ages. I've played it with my parents. I've played it with my best friends. It's my favorite board game in the entire world, and I think everyone could um, enjoy it. It's a healthy mix of competition between each other and competition against the game. Yeah, I can definitely second that. It is probably my favorite board game, certainly my favorite board game of a bigger group, five to six people or so. And yeah, Rachel's totally right. Uh, we've played it with all sorts of different people and 
I think every group we've played with have always enjoyed it uh, and really loved it. It's a it's a perfect game that it looks super intimidating because there's a lot of pieces, uh, but it's that perfect board game to get people in from sort of medium board games into like really more intense um, Euro style resource management games. So, uh, you know, if you really want to take kind of the step into the deep end, I think Lords of Waterdeep is probably the game to to look at for that entry in. Uh, Stu, you have a pick. I do. Yeah. And mine isn't as significant as that. Uh, but I actually have a YouTube channel that I think that uh, just generally people would enjoy a bit more. Uh, the YouTube channel is called Captain Christian. Uh, both of those are with K's. Um, you'll find them pretty quickly. Uh, he's not super popular yet, but all of his videos are extremely high quality. Uh, they are kind of video essays uh, or lectures about his ideas on certain topics, generally of more nerd culture. He talks about uh, the animation in the original Superman uh, animated show. He talks about Pokemon and how that was so revolutionary uh, and, you know, just different topics of that nature. One of my favorite ones is actually the Roger Rabbit one, and he talks about the animation through the whole thing and why it was at a significantly higher level than anything else that had been produced at the time. So he does these video essays. They are just great quality. They're really enjoyable to watch and listen to. And I think everybody should just go at least check out his channel. Yeah. Is this the one you showed me that was that had the Disney animation where it talks about uh, instead of traditional animation, like arm moving 90 degree angles, it talked about like balance and flow and things like that. Yep. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Well, nice. Uh, if you're listening and you have a pick of your own and you think uh, other listeners would enjoy, or if you have a trivia topic idea, uh, we'd love for you to email them to us at thingsigotwrong at gmail.com. Uh, you can also check out our website at thingsigotwrong.com to check out past episodes, show notes, and more. Uh, our next episode will be coming out in a couple weeks on the 30th, so be sure to keep an eye out for that one. And until the next episode, we will see you later. Bye. Bye, everybody.